Hello everyone, how are you doing? So, I heard Napoleon did a quiz on Friday with us, mental. He did ask people as well, what country has the most watt per square mile out of any other country in the world? And nobody picked Wales. It was Wales, the question was. Let me reframe that. Wales has the most watt per square mile than any other country in the world. Nobody picked the option of sexy men. You need it, guys, you need to re-evaluate that answer, okay? Because that should have been the go-to. But the real answer is castles, of course, because, you know, Wales was taken over by England. And the, the what they did was they were like, right, we need to stop the Welsh being rebellious. So why don't we build a castle, like, literally every few miles, put some scards there. If there's any rebellions, you know, those castles will be able to withhold any attacks. And we can go out, take care of them, come back into safety. That was the logic, and it worked. Called it the Iron, the Iron, what did they call it? it wasn't the Iron Curtain, but it was like the Iron, oh, what was it called? Anyway, there was like a, a row of, like, the Normans just built loads of castles in a row. It was like this, this will do it. It did work, really, it did. But anyway, enough about that. Enough about Wales, enough about Napoleon. Let's get into today's voice note. So I've been writing, like I mentioned in another voice note, my present to little, to Ryan and Louise's little boy, uh, this... Christmas is a letter, a bunch of photos of me, Louise, Ryan, whatever, of the times right now, some books that I've read and annotated, all in a little box for him to open at 16 years old, okay, this is my idea, because I think this would be the best present I ever would have had at 16, so I'm writing it as a 29 year old, and he's going to open it, and I'm going to be 45, which is mad, isn't it? So I've been writing this letter thinking, what would I say to my 16-year-old self? Essentially, that's what the letter is. What would I say to my 16-year-old self, plus put myself in his shoes, born into wealth, all this stuff? How would he need to look at life? And I think everybody should do this exercise before the year ends. Could you all write a letter to your 16-year-old self or maybe 20-year-old self? What would you say? What would you do? So I've got a few. I've not finished it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, read out a few things that I've wrote down. And... Uh, this is what I would have said to myself, and I'm sure it would be applicable to most 16-year-olds uh, if they want to improve their life, I suppose. And look, these ideas are not my ideas. Like, I've read about them and I've adopted them. I remember saying to someone before, like, when I read something, like, such as Stoicism, or any, like, philosophical thing, like, I'm, I, I, I always tend to share the sources, like, Epictetus discourses, but, like, try and say the source of everything so you guys can go and search it for yourself. But I don't truly recommend something if one is based on, you know, top top end sound science or I've actually tested how it's worked for me and I can share that experience. Basically, that's what I'm saying. So these things are what work for me and I've shared and I wish I would have done more of these more often, but I didn't. But it's okay, not perfect. But if you were to give a battle plan to someone at 16 to go and smash life, here's what it would be. So the first thing is, I said, you need to read, 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 and I've given you the ultimate starting list, so I've given you all the books you should read to start with. That's number one, just keep reading. If I read more at 16, and I made it a thing, oh my God, you're miles ahead. I can't, I wouldn't, I don't even know how much further ahead. You could be five years ahead. It's actually crazy. Number two, try stuff and go bigger, bigger than you think. Don't let your friends pull you down. So I wish I did that back. There's some chances I regret not doing when I was 17, 18. But I could have gone bigger with my plans, but I didn't. Control where you can, and that's only your attitude and voluntary actions. Nothing else is inside your control, okay? 
Number four, keep playing sports, keep training hard, keep running, don't stop these things. Okay, if you can keep running, you can keep playing sports, keep training from 16 and not leave school and stop doing that. You can keep up that good level of fitness, social side of things, um, just feel good all around. You're not starting from a stop all the time. Keep the momentum going like a flywheel. It will keep going as you build the momentum. Number five, try new hobbies. Play chess, play rugby, play football, play musical instrument, journal your journey. Your brain can take a lot at your age. Learn from the best. Okay, when I age, try everything. But try them with purpose though. Don't just be like, I'll try for a week. You know, play chess. Learn from someone who's really good at chess. Understand the game. There's more potential chess moves, okay, than observable atoms in the universe. Think of mentalize. Chess is a game of crazy thinking. So if you can play that, get into that. Rugby, don't try for a week. Get into it. Try and look into the sport. What's it about? Football. Musical instrument. I wish, I wish I was pushed to play some musical instruments when I was younger. I mean, it could start now, of course, but it's a lot easier when you're younger. You just get things. Brain is like a sponge. Okay, number six, learn everything you can about stoicism right now and adopt it as your operating system. Number seven, don't brag, don't complain, don't gossip. Limit these things as much as possible. Number eight, learn to say no and don't let peer pressure make you do anything. Number nine, do not be narrow-minded. You know nothing at 16, but you think you know everything. Learn to keep two opposing ideas in your head at the same time without imploding on that. Number 10, don't hold on to what you think too rigidly. Have firm beliefs based on sound foundations, but be open to changing your mind. The best people have this way of thinking. Like an example of this is the Brexit, right? We know now that it was based on complete lies. We know it's a disaster for us. They lie to us. Um, everything. The foundations of Brexit were lies and deceit. People still want to go ahead with it. Well, it's done now. Let's just let it go. But the analogy here is you, you go and build a house on a piece of land the builders and stuff say, look, this piece of land is awesome, it's really good, it's going to be worthwhile, it's going to be lasting 30 years, it's going to be better for you. You build a house in it, six months later, you find out that the foundations are built on really, really shitty land. Do you A, say, well, I've made my decision, I will live on shit land, or B, that's bullshit, you missold me, I want a refund and I want a change of land right now. Obviously, you'd go for B, you wouldn't carry on with A because it doesn't make sense. The foundations are not what you thought they were. Same with Brexit, same with any ideas. If your ideas are not based on a solid foundation, right, you've not got much to go off. And you should always be on, like, like there's always reason to come out for the Shakes Foundations. You think of all the foundations that were shook, you know, Galileo, all these people that came out with these ideas. Shaking foundations of belief, and we're gonna have more of those like radical changes in beliefs and stuff. I'm sure the mind, we're gonna find out more stuff about the psychology of our mind um, than we know now. We're gonna find way more stuff with technology comes out, and you know, we have to be open to changing our mind on many things we believe now. That's true, but you know, hold firm beliefs and sound foundation that's a good way to go about, but be able to be flexible and change your mind when the time comes. Number 11, anger is the most dangerous emotion. If you let anger take control, you will regret all those actions and you can't take them back. 12, the moment between what happens to you and your reaction is where the magic is. If you can delay your reaction and respond carefully, you'll be a cool-headed, rational and a man that people can turn to and trust. Always have a cool head. This is the hardest task of all at 16. Don't let your emotions get the better of you. If you do this, you're no better than a wild animal. 13. 
please tell your parents you love them tell your friends you appreciate them be open be vulnerable don't be a hard ass life isn't forever people will leave when you don't expect so don't delay in saying the nice stuff compliment someone every single day and make sure it's genuine if you can bring if you can be the bringer of smiles you'll be a top notch human being 14 health is wealth nothing else matters unless you have your health in check ask your mother about your birth focus on it your body is the only place you have to live don't abuse it be moderate with your drinking 15 you want to be like hercules he was given two paths to go down one said this path is full of pleasure it's easy parties girls so nice so nice hercules the other said this path is hard you'll struggle you'll feel pain but you'll be better for it you learn you'll earn your life luckily he went down path number two which is a struggle who would hercules be if he never went through all the twat the deadly tasks given to him he wouldn't be hercules at all so if you're faced with struggles they they are what make you trust this you'll be nobody if you want to sit around spend money and only focus on pleasure you'll amount to nothing this will hit you when you realize you've wasted your life trying to be a big shot for your friends if you get angry write out your response but never send it abraham lincoln had hundreds of unsent letters in his drawer he wrote out his anger to his generals and stuff like that but never sent them he sent calm and rational letters instead 17 you either rub off on someone or they rub off on you whoever is being the most authentic with real energy wins you better be ready to beat the authentic energy of assholes and pricks because they will rub off on you you must become who you wish to be not merely give it lip service as epic Titus says sheep don't tell the farmer what they've eaten they simply show the results by growing quality wool you don't need to brag about who you are you radiate it when you're authentic okay that's where I'm at so far. I've got more to come. I think, like I mentioned as well, is to try and be, try and be in your still zone. Figure out what knocks you out of this zone, and try and limit getting knocked out of this zone. Because you stay in that zone, you'll be a better person. You'll feel good. But I'm just working through it, guys. This is a huge letter. I don't know how many pages it's going to be, but that's just a, one part of the letter. Um, a lot more. Maybe I'll share more. I don't know. Maybe I keep it private. Who knows? Um, but do this exercise, guys. Do this exercise. Even if you do a few, you know it's not it's not about like trying to write down you think is the perfect answer like what's really helped you write that down i think i've started journaling now like marcus really did i started writing stuff down that i'm bad at and like you know like he'd say like look nothing's forever made stop thinking about stop thinking about fame and fortune you need to, and then you write out like what you should be thinking about it's kind of like that's a good way to journal um and this is what i'm writing down after like reading you know more on stoicism stuff and dissecting it a few more things like never try to impress always stay true and rational there's no point trying to impress anyone it's just a waste of time um phone scrolling is an issue you need to track it and reduce it you can't improve what you what you don't measure that's important yeah always delay your responses another one i did win the morning win the day as long as you read and don't waste the time so i mean you know i sometimes win the morning i get up early and i just read my phone's next to me that I got my phone and I've wasted that upper hand I get got in the morning so if you do wake up early don't oh, don't waste it go on your phone it's the worst thing you could do it's kind of like you nearly you nearly there to win the battle and then you just let them beat you you just put your you put your weapons down it's stupid um okay let's have to see if anything else yeah put one here with dogs important to take time out and be present with such loving souls Sometimes your dogs are there and you're kind of on your phone or you're watching TV and you're like, yeah, dogs are there. 
But if you look at dogs, genuinely know, they, lo- they literally love you. If you just give them 10 minutes of your time, 100%, not just like 30 seconds of greeting, they, they're just such amazing thing, creatures, aren't they? Another th- few things I got here, work in sprints. Don't sit and do nothing. Uh, be rational, question first impressions, otherwise you are an animal. Um, yeah, see the phone as a drain, life drainer. In a video game sense, pick it up at a cost. Stay aware of the cost. So sucking life out of me. So every time I pick a phone, sucking life out of me. That's what I'm trying to think about in the future. Um, but yeah, come on, I'll share more, guys. But listen, it's Monday. It's the week leading up to Christmas, which is great. Christmas is Saturday. Awesome timing. Um, I don't know what your work schedules are like now and all that, but you know, this is a real time to reset and you know try and chill. Don't. Don't panic over Christmas being perfect. Like, if you've got kids, right, they don't care about all the perfect things. They just like Christmas Day. They like waking up early, getting their presents, let them be in bra- let let them enjoy their presents. Nothing worse. Like I remember being a kid, get an Xbox or get a new game, and then like, no, you can't play it now. Well, that's what I want to do. That's going to give me my maximum pleasure right now. If you force me to sit on a table with adults top of shit, I'm not going to like do it. So just let the day flow how it goes. People are going to want to eat, you know, say you're going to eat at a certain time, give give kids time to enjoy, I'm sure. I, look, I've got kids, I'm talking as if I do, but I'm just saying from me being a kid, you know, that trying to be a perfect Christmas, it, there wasn't such a perfect Christmas. Like adults think, got to do this and that and this, but Christmas is basically chaos, a chaotic day, and just let it go. Control where you can. That's it. Like also like if you haven't got presents for people and stuff like that and you've got and you're low on funds or um, panicking about what to buy like presents yeah for the for the right people for the right people in life they don't mean anything much you can get people nice presents and it's great but be a good person most of the year that's better to those their their lives than a present you're gonna get at the end of the year if you think buying a present at the end of the year means you're gonna show how much you care for someone you've got it wrong completely wrong. What shows you care is being for them all year, being a good person. You don't, they don't need a present off you. Don't, don't, you know, don't like panic and worry. I mean, this pressure of presents going to debt and stuff like that, just to get presents for one day. The people forget about the next day is gone. Like, why do we go into such debt and stuff for presents? I get it, you know, for kids and stuff, you it's magical and presents, but you know, you don't have to get like loads and loads of stuff. You don't. Don't go into debt for, you know, things that don't really matter. <sighs> it's quite, and Christmas, yeah, it's quite sad. I mean, like, if you want to feel good, better over Christmas, I think, is to take steps back. If you've got a family, a loving family, a big Christmas table with food, okay, you're in the top 5% of people who enjoy Christmas because that's the dream for most families, but a lot of people don't have that. Okay, nice big room, big table, Christmas dinner, family around grandparents, you know, the dream. But most people don't have it. A lot of people spend Christmas alone, sad, upset. A lot of pe- people do. So if you've got more than that for Christmas, you should be thankful for that. Be grateful for what you got on the Christmas as opposed to like, oh, what could you do better? Because a lot of people have nothing on Christmas. So maybe, you know, for, to feel better this Christmas, you know, you can... I don't know what you can really do in terms of like, you know, give money or, you know, buy dinner for shelters and stuff like that. But I don't know, just think of those people... Um, instead of thinking one more you can get out of Christmas financially or like, you know, just, just sque- you don't want to squeeze it loads out of Christmas, do you? 
trying to squeeze, squeeze, squeeze every last drop out of Christmas. It's, that's not the way to, to live for Christmas. So that's my two pence on Christmas. So I want to take the pressure off you this week. I mean, if you want to buy presents, happy days. But think of maybe creating presents. Write like letter. Read this letter. Maybe just write a letter for presents. Big letter to people. And a pre- Like, I'm telling you now. If I had a Christmas present and it was just a letter of three pages long explaining how the year's gone and how I've been a good friend to them and reliving some memories and thankful for me being a friend and can't wait for the 2022 and more memories as a mate. That, that's, that means way more to me than us, you know, Scott. Like, I know you like uh, Napoleon. So here's a Napoleon hat. I mean, that's cool. That's actually a cool gift because I like Napoleon. But for, for example, like here's a random hoodie, for example. You know what I mean? Like, okay, great. I like, I, I do like new hoodies. Nice. But, you know, just because it's worth money doesn't mean it's a better present. So if you are, if you do want to change it up this year, get writing out big, nice letters to someone. Thank them for what they've done to your life. Anything. And send it to them for Christmas. I'm telling you, bigger impact than any financial present will do. So that's your task. That takes the pressure of spending money. You've got a week to do it. Get right in. Just write out. Pomodoro technique. 25 minutes. Non-stop. Nothing else. No phone. Nothing. Write for 25 minutes. Five minute break. Write for another 25 minutes. Nothing else. And then that's your letter done. That's 50 minutes of work on a letter. That should be plenty. And uh, you'll get good. It'll be good. But guys, let's refocus now. It's Monday. Doesn't matter Christmas is Saturday. We've got 24 hours ahead of us to deal with first. That's the most important thing. So what are we going to do with today's 24 hours? What's your one big thing? What's one thing you could do? One thing today that can make it a success. What is it? What can it be? Get that done. Happy days. Great Monday. Okay, get your, make sure you get your walks in. Get your steps in. Make sure you do those nice little things today. But get your one big thing done and that's enough. A lot of people are not doing anything big things in December. So if you're doing one big thing in December, you're a mile's head if you want, if you want to think of it that way. But enjoy your day, guys. Focus on today. Tomorrow will come. Christmas will come. Don't worry about it now. Well, slightly maybe. Get your letter done. But uh, enjoy your day. Make the most of it. Speak to you all tomorrow.